Hello and welcome to the Filmmakers Compass Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm joined by Christian. We I'm are the CP. Yes, we are the co-hosts. You can call me D-Man. Uh, co-hosts of this show, and we're very excited because we think we have actually found something that we ourselves would want to listen to. And isn't that why you should do a podcast in the first place? Well, now we have at least two fans. <laughs> I will listen to myself talk all day long. <laughs> so, you know what, Christian? Because people actually, if you're tuning in, obviously, this is the first episode, so this is your first time. But if you don't know us from any previous work, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where do you come from? Uh, what are your goals for uh, filmmaking, right? This is a filmmaking podcast. What do you want to do? Okay, I didn't know this was going to turn into a job interview. Please provide your uh, driver's license and a background check. And my social security number. Got it. Okay, don't forget that. (laughs) I'm a filmmaker like Dustin. I come from a little small town in Indiana. Granger, Um, Indiana. Yeah, we've actually been best friends for a long, long time. If we had to put a date on it, when would you, was that 1996? I think so, 96. 95, 96. 95, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so it's been a long time and we're still, uh, well, point is this, we've always wanted to be filmmakers. We now are currently in Los Angeles pursuing our film dreams. We're actually recording this downtown Los Angeles, so. We're actually in Los Angeles. Yeah, (laughs) we're not just like, you know, it's weird because coming from Indiana, you know, when I say L.A., like, someone asks me, you know, hey, where do you live? I say L.A., but I don't live in L.A. L.A. is a very big place. I live in, like, the Inland Empire. In yeah, so, like, when we say L.A., literally right outside this window is, like, a skyscraper. Yes. So we are in the heart of it. The heart of it. There you go. So the point is this. Uh, we love filmmaking, and we have been making films for a very long time. We both left Indiana, and we moved out here to Southern California. We went to college in San Diego. I still live there. Yes. And we love making movies. And we love watching movies. And our whole thought was this. We're like, well, we love movies. We know there's a lot of you out there who do too. But kind of between the period where you leave college and if you're in film school or not in film school and you decide you want to make movies, there's this really big void where you're not really sure how to navigate the industry, how to determine what exactly you want to do. And then how to do it. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Having gone to film school, film school at least did not really prepare us for the career path that is filmmaking. They teach you a lot of theory, history. You get your hands on with some stuff. But, I mean, once you graduate, we found that, you know, you're really just, uh, you're on your own. Figure it out. Maybe, hopefully, you made some connections in film school. Like, figure it out. And even when you look up resources, there's so many good resources online, on YouTube, that all, you know, will help guide you. And, of course, the internet, social media makes it a lot easier to connect with people today than it did, you know, hey, even 10 years ago. Yep. Uh, It's still really difficult to figure out, you know, how, like, what is my trajectory? Like, what am I actually kind of building towards for a career? And filmmaking is one of those unique things where it's like, hey, uh, this project, which seems like no big deal today, could be your big break. Or you could work on a short film, and guess what? The short film went nowhere, but you happen to make a connection with someone that is going to take you to that big project. Maybe they get a sitcom picked up or something. We feel that there's a lot of wrong ways to succeed in the entertainment industry, but there's no necessarily right way. So our whole goal is we're going to bring on a bunch of our friends who are in the middle 
of their journey or have even succeeded in their journey and they're just gonna give you a couple life hacks, a couple tips, how to be a better filmmaker, how to be a more successful maker, filmmaker, and hopefully how you're going to become the next Steven Spielberg someday. Yes, and one of the unique things that this podcast does, as I mentioned, the internet and social media have helped us all connect is we also want to have each of our guests, you know, become available to all of our listeners. Not that like literally they're like, oh, I'm gonna hire you, but hopefully some of them will be open to taking questions. They'll share their social media channels. You can connect with them, maybe email. I mean, maybe a you know personal phone number, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> this is not a dating service, just no. a disclaimer. The point is that you know if, if this podcast can do one thing, we want to have our guests share their experience working in the film industry and then if there's a bonus, it's hopefully that you know we can help everybody kind of form connections that can help all of us. And you can learn from other people's mistakes so you don't have to make them yourself. Yes, and I've made a lot of mistakes. I have made a lot of mistakes too. Yeah, so a lot. Don't... Now, you know what? Mistakes You'll happen. hear about our mistakes. Yeah, hey, don't worry. We, we've done a lot of crazy stuff. So, all right. First of all, one of the things I did want to talk to you about before we kind of dive into our little movie talk is you and I, I remember, so we, as we mentioned, we've been friends for a really long time and you and I actually talked about as kids forming our own studio years ago. Yeah. Now, so far we've managed to do a first episode of a podcast, (laughs) so we're not there. Uh, We have not, you know, uh, formed the studio, but it is, it is interesting if you go all the way back in our personal histories that filmmaking has been a big part of it yeah and we've kind of had these grand visions for ourselves that even to this day we're still pursuing yeah so one of the things i wanted to ask you about then is do you remember one of the first movies we ever shot together i remember we started shooting a star wars movie in my basement Mm -hmm. we built out like a miniature replica of moss eisley Yes, and my parents had, at that time, it was like a really old, I think we had a camcorder. Yeah. A shoulder pack. Now, we did upgrade eventually to like a Sony Handycam. <laughs> yeah. But when we were little kids and we were, we were just going to use whatever our parents had. Yeah. You know, and this is before uh, cell phones, webcams, like literally having a camera was like the ultimate privilege. Yeah. It's crazy. And you hooked it up to your TV through like, it might not have even been AV cables at that point. It might have been... Uh, like an actual cable connection. Yeah, through like the coax and the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I remember that. And then I remember after that, when we were kids, we tried to shoot a live-action feature version of Dragon Ball Z. Now that is kind of what I was getting <laughs> The Dragon Ball Z film. Now, this is awesome because Christian actually played Goku and Piccolo. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was quite a personal <laughs> actor at that point in time. But it's, you know, it's funny because even when you look back at something as simple as a couple of kids trying to make a Dragon Ball Z movie, we had makeup, we had wardrobe, we had effects, we had... Rotoscoping. He's like, you know, literally co-starring in his own film because he was also a director. (laughs) You know, I think your mom did the makeup. (laughs) So, I mean, it was, you look back and even though we were kids, it's like all of the elements of filmmaking were really at play. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, when I say effects, I mean, we're throwing around like essentially just like rubber balls as energy balls and, you know, having people jump out of trees and (laughs) it was a, it was a lot of fun, but it's, it's interesting to me because, you know, not a whole lot has actually changed in terms of uh, 
the pursuit of still trying to get some of these things made. You know, I, I, we don't have to, you know, go find this and play a clip on this show, at least not today. But you still have that footage, correct? <laughs> I do. I do. I have the original uh, Handycam tape. I know. Our voices are probably like, hey, Christian. Hi, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, since that point, we have made a lot of other movies together. We managed to be successful in a couple of film festivals, and we did stuff in school. Student films, yes. Shot a lot of corporate projects and things like that. So the pursuit now is for you and I, I think, to make a feature film. That's really what we want to accomplish and something that we haven't done yet. Even though, you know, you'll probably hear more and more about this as we record more episodes of the podcast. Hopefully we'll get closer to that end goal. Yeah, I think with this show, the biggest thing we really want everyone to take away and, and why we want you guys to come on this journey is because we want to share with you kind of that, these insider stories. You know, everybody has their history of how they got to where they are, but the insight a lot of the people we talk to and interact with in film, it, it's these little tidbits that you just don't get in film school that nobody tells you, yeah. right? They don't teach you. Yeah. And that's really what we want this podcast to be about is, you know, what are a couple things from each guest that everybody can kind of take with them on their own journey and exactly. apply to hopefully, like Christian said, avoid some mistakes, but find some success. Definitely. Filmmaker's Compass, this is a podcast about movies. So we will be talking about movies. It's yes. not just about the industry. So I do want to throw it over to you. If you had had to pick one. Now, I know there's a couple out there, but if you had to pick one movie that is your favorite, oh. <laughs> what are you going to go with? One all-time favorite? Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to go genre-specific here. I mean, if you, you know, we're going to die tomorrow and you could watch one movie tonight what's it gonna be oh that's tough actually that's not necessarily the same but <laughs> maybe it's a movie you haven't seen or you always wanted to see but just what what's your favorite like for me hands down it's not even close star wars yeah it's star wars <laughs> it's funny because obviously the star wars movies were a big influence on a lot of filmmakers today a lot of people would cite star wars as their favorite movie and sometimes now it almost feels cliche to say that like, people kind of give you a little eye roll, like, oh, okay, Star Wars. Yeah. Pick something more original. But I can't help it. Like, that is, hey, that's my truth. It's my favorite movie. Um, the Death Star Trench run to this day is, like, my favorite scene. I still, like, I'll watch it. It's stupid, but I will watch the Death Star Trench run and literally in my own living room will, like, get to the edge of the seat. Like, I cannot help And, and that's true. He doesn't. I've watched yeah, it like, many I, times. I still fist pump when Han Solo comes back. I'm like, yes! <laughs> I don't know why. You know, a couple movies get me to do that. Like, uh, surprisingly, The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Or I think it's, you know what? It's actually Batman Begins when the Batman. When, when, he, when he jumps Yeah, the, when he shoots the over the bridge. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, fucking Batman. <laughs> I love Batman. If we're talking about movies, I hope one day something that I make will get somebody so excited about the, whatever I did. I respect that. That's cool. Like, that's all I really want. I want somebody to be like, yes! Or maybe I can make someone cry. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> I want to make people cry. <laughs> so, what, what's your favorite? You know, are you just going to go Star Wars? You're going to go uh, cliche? I, I'm not going to go Star Wars. Because <laughs> Star Wars. It's tough. Um, one of my favorites definitely has to be Jurassic Park. Ooh, another classic. Um, Definitely, if you haven't seen Jurassic Park on the big screen, uh, it's pretty much impossible. But if and you if did, you haven't seen Jurassic Park on the small screen, just stop listening to the show now. You're not going to get any value from it. Yeah, watch Jurassic Park. That's 
You know, it's it's funny. If, have you seen Jurassic World? If we're just talking movies. Yes. I mean, it's weird because Jurassic World is, in essence, a remake of Jurassic Park. Yeah. There obviously there's different story elements and different effects or whatever. But I mean, do you? I mean, it just doesn't have the magic that Jurassic right. Park Right. Like, does. what was it about Jurassic? Park? I think it's probably that we were kids. I mean, I mean, it's a great movie. Uh, the a lot effects of fun. hold up. Insane. What I remember as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, those are like real dinosaurs." I still think that it's 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 unbelievable. Yeah, they, it it just looks so good. It's it's still shocking to me that like for all the advancements we've had, and you know what is it now? Like 20, 30 years? Yeah, almost. Yeah, probably thirty years since Jurassic Park came no, 25. out. Twenty five. There you go. It's crazy to me that the effects still look better than pretty much. I mean. Almost anything that's been made since, but even in a you know great ironic twist, Jurassic World and Jurassic World Two, they look better in the original than they yeah. do now, in yeah. my opinion. No, I agree. So I mean, now it, it, it's so weird because, like you said, it, it feels like you know, hey, I'm watching CG dinosaurs, and I'm fine with it. Like that's cool. But I watch the original, and I'm like, those are just dinosaurs. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like that, those feel like 100. percent I could go visit Jurassic Park tomorrow. Yeah. And that, that's what they would look like. All right, well, you're going with Jurassic Park then. I'm going to go with Jurassic Park. All right. I, it will change if you ask me tomorrow. You know that. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the season. Like, if we were talking, you know, Christmas, like Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone's pretty good. <laughs> Heard that one. <laughs> Has done well. Yeah, I think at one point that was like the highest grossing live action comedy. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in theaters for like nine months straight. You know, it's weird. What would you say about that today? Like, the last movie that really had a run that long that, you know, made that much money was probably Avatar. Most movies, they make or break it on the opening weekend now. Some of the Marvel ones stick around for a little bit, a little bit longer than you'd expect, but yeah. Overall, yeah, I mean, it's it's a different world where, you know, I feel like Home Alone, Titanic was another great example of, like, it just yeah. had this, like, months-long run, and I'm like... Who saw this movie like six months later? They're like, you know, I haven't caught it yet. I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't know. Someone, because apparently the theaters were still, you know, packed. Obviously, that was the highest grossing movie of all time. But it's weird because we we just don't have that anymore. You either make it on opening weekend or like the next within that next month or bust. Yeah. So maybe it's the quick return to like digital or, or DVD or whatever now, where people are like, ah, oh, you know, I'll just catch it on DVD. I assume that's part of it. I think probably part of it's the fact that movies were a little bit more dependent on word of mouth back then. Yeah. Most of now, you know, whatever comes out and everyone checks Twitter and. Sees whether Everyone they're going to see it that weekend or not. But. And I feel like, you know, maybe this isn't the case. Maybe this is me just speculating. But, like, back in the day, like, going to the movies was, like, a little bit more of, like, a like an, almost like an event. Like, hey, we're going to go to the show. What do you want to see? Where now people don't, they don't just be like, oh, you know, I want to go to the movies. What do I want to see? They're like, oh, I'm just going because I want to see that movie. Yeah. Like, it's, a, I don't know, it's like a different vibe. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just different. Very true. Very true. Yeah, I don't want to tangent too far, but I actually thought Movie Pass was going to solve that. Not it that didn't. Yeah, not that nothing came of it, but it wasn't quite as impactful as I thought it would be. Anyway, sad day if you bought Movie Pass. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't want to tangent too far into Movie Pass. That's not really what this podcast. So is about. the other thing we got to get straight is this: as our audience, we really want you to be actively involved in the show. Definitely let us know if there are guests you'd like us to try and get on. If you'd like to come on as a guest, that'd be cool. Give us your feedback to the episodes so we can really tailor this to make it as beneficial for you as it is for us, because that's the goal. We came from Indiana. That's about as far away as you can possibly be from Los Angeles. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just a different place, right? Like, 
you know, we grew up next to cornfields, so it's not exactly like we really knew how to get here. And we assume there's a lot of you out there that are the same way. So let us know so we can help you and make sure that this podcast is valuable to us. On that note, uh, we're actually going to wrap up this inter- introductory episode. First of all, we want to thank everybody that did take the time to tune in. We hope that you are as excited about the show as we are. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to all the guests and discussions and stories we're going to get into. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be sure to follow us on social media. So if, Christian, you want to go ahead and share your Sure. You can find me on every single social media channel. I'm at NDCal5, N-D-C-A-L-5. So is that a reference to Indiana and California? That would be a reference to Notre Dame, the greatest college football team ever. (laughs) Yes, they're amazing. And we are from Indiana. Uh... You can find me at Big Kid D Man, and again, just like Christian said, that is the name across all my social channels. So, uh, be sure to follow us. Obviously, we actually do communicate between each other on social media, so you can join the conversations there. Be sure to share all of our guests' information on those social channels as well. So, while we do, and our guests will actually say what their uh, contact info is, we will share it. In that way, we will. So you can always find it. Yeah, you can always find it and connect very easily. We just want to keep the conversations going. So we love your feedback. Uh, we want to hear. You know, are we steering the ship in the right direction? Is there something else you would like to hear us do? Is there any questions you would like us to ask specific guests? Right. Exactly. There's a cool dynamic that I think we can create here with filmmakers. So it's going to be really cool. Filmmakers Compass. We're excited for this show and all the possibilities that are to come. So, Christian, I'll throw it to you. Any final words? No, that's it. Thanks for joining us, and uh, be sure to check out the next episode when we have our first guest on. All right. Thank you, everybody.